0: Hello and welcome to the 215 Workman's Podcast. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from KJB Right Division Radio in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. Thank you so very much for taking the time to be with us today to uh, hear this message that Brother Landon has for you. And pray that it's a blessing to you and a help to you. And pray it helps you learn to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen? Alright, so uh, what Brother Landon is going to do is uh, he's going to teach a little bit on like and as. Right, and uh, this is part four, right, like and as, part four. So without further ado, here is Brother Landon.
1: We're gonna continue on this evening with like and as, and we're gonna do a part four, and miss Lack like and as. And what we're gonna be looking at this evening We're looking on the topic about blood atonement, amen. So, if you would go ahead and open up your Bible with me to the book of Hebrews, amen. Hebrews chapter nine. If you open up there, look with me down verse twenty-two for our text. Notice right here in verse twenty-two, the Bible reads, and almost. All things are by the law purged with blood. And without shedding of blood is no remission. Amen. And right here with this message, as we're starting out, you know, with the blood atonement, we're going to be dealing with Israel and we're going to be dealing with the body of Christ, the church. If you notice with me, this is going to be with Israel, it's going to be during the Old Testament. Then with with the church, the body of Christ, we're going to be over with them in the New Testament. So if you would, look with me. Book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 12. Verse thirty-one. Amen. Okay. Matthew chapter twelve and verse thirty-one. notice right here it says wherefore I say unto you all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men but the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be shall not be forgiven unto men now the reason we went over to the book of Matthew right here in the Old Testament and yes Matthew, until Jesus dies on the cross, is still the Old Testament. If you read on toward the ending chapter of chapter 9, right there in our text in Hebrews, because you know where a testament is, there must also necessity be the death of a testator. But Jesus Christ is that testator. Until he dies on the cross and sheds his blood, we're still in the Old Testament of the time of the scriptures. And we we went right here when Matthew. Because we're going to notice with this message this is going to be twofold. A it's gonna be a twofold right here on the Old Testament and with the New Testament. And during the Old Testament with Israel this, this, this is during under the the ministry Jesus certainly ministry in the book of Matthew when whenever he, whenever he told, told them that all men are of sins shall be forgiven unto men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost it shall not be forgiven men. Well, right away, we're dealing with the blood atonement. And right now, we see right here, there's one sin that cannot be forgiven by blood. But looking with Israel, during the Old Testament, under the blood atonement, under the Old Testament for Israel, Israel, they had to shed animals' blood amen the blood of an animal and that's kind of a rough drawing but i tried to draw a little lamb right there to represent under the old testament they had to offer up animal sacrifices you know there's other places you know they offered up the ram they offered up a lamb a bullock you know turtle doves you know pigeons you know they offered up an animal's blood for the sacrifice for their sins So if you notice with me over in the book of Leviticus chapter 17, verses 11 and 12, we'll turn over there, Leviticus 17. amen chapter 17 of Leviticus verses 11 and 12 notice right here it says for the life of the flesh is in the blood and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls for it is blood that maketh an atonement for the soul therefore I said unto the children of Israel no soul of you shall eat blood Neither shall any stranger that sojourneth among you eat blood. You see, under the Old Testament, until Jesus came and died on the cross, God set up a system for Israel mm-hmm. that that they would have, that whenever they sinned, that they would have to offer up a blood atonement. They would have to offer up a, a sacrifice of an innocent animal in order to make an atonement for their sins. But you know, I've, I've heard it through Christianity I've, ever since early on of being saved. I've heard it in the Independent Baptist Church and I'm not, and every time I mention the Independent Baptist, I'm not trying to cut them down or throw them under the bus. I'm just telling you simply what I heard them say out of their own mouths. Whenever I was in the Independent Baptist Church, they said that the sacrifices, you know, they, they, they recognize it and they acknowledge the Old Testament sacrifices and they rightly so. They say that it points to that sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. But then they turn around directly and they say, "Well, they were saved the same under the Old Testament. They were saved the yeah. same as us today, because right, they were looking yeah. forward to say. the cross."
0: Yeah, that's what they say.
1: No, they, in under the Old Testament with Israel, they they were not looking forward to the cross right God set up a system God told them you know to, in the in the Old Testament if you look back in Leviticus if you look back in you know Genesis Exodus you know whenever God's telling Israel you know the system he set up for them to to make the atonement they had to get an, an innocent animals blood they had to take it over to a priest the priest would take that offering and he would go into the holiest of all you know he go into the you know, that 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 physical tabernacle, and he would offer that sacrifice up up to God, but he would have to get his sins clean first. But they say, well, it's the same under the Old Testament. They were saved under that Old Testament law by looking forward to the cross. I don't I don't see that in Scripture. And I look at it and I come to the scripture and I look at it and I read it for what it says. I don't insert my interpretation into it. I don't just form an opinion of what I'm thinking in my head. I come to the scriptures and I look at it for what it says, literally. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. That's on the altar. That's a physical... Altar, and he didn't. The Lord set them up with a system of of an animal's blood that they had to offer up. Didn't notice with me. Because under the system, like I was telling you. The priest, he had to offer up the blood. Okay, and that's right there in, in the text right here with us right here in Leviticus chapter 16, verses 29 to 34. So look right here. Well actually back one chapter, it's still on the still on the same page to the left for me. Notice right here verses starting uh, start verse 29 on down to the rest of the chapter. Notice right here. It says, And this shall be a statute forever unto you, that in the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, ye shall afflict your souls, and do no work at all, whether it be one of your own country, or a stranger that sojourneth among you. Mm -hmm. Look right here, verse 30. For on that day shall the priest make an atonement for you, to cleanse you, that ye may be clean from all your sins before the Lord. It shall be a Sabbath of rest unto you, and ye shall afflict your souls by a statute forever. And the priest, whom he shall anoint, and whom he shall consecrate to minister in the priest's office in his father's stead, shall make the atonement, and shall put on the linen clothes, even the holy garments. And he shall make an atonement for the holy sanctuary, and he shall make an atonement for the tabernacle of the congregation and for the altar and he shall make an atonement for the priests and for all the people of the congregation and this shall be an everlasting statute unto you to make an atonement for the children of Israel for all their sins once a year and he did as the Lord commanded Moses And if you also know this chapter back in chapter 5 verses 1 through 9 as well Let's notice something else. Okay. Amen. Chapter 5, verses 1 to 9. Notice right here, verse 1. It says, And if a sow sin and hear the voice of swearing and is a witness, whether he has seen or known of it, if he do not utter it, then he shall bear his iniquity. Or if a soul touch any unclean thing, whether it be a carcass of an unclean beast, or a carcass of unclean cattle, or the carcass of unclean creeping things, and if it be hidden from him, he also shall be unclean and guilty. Or if he touch the uncleanness of man, whatsoever whatsoever uncleanness it be, that a man shall be defiled withal, and it be hid from him, when he knoweth of it, then he shall be guilty. Or if a soul swear, pronouncing with his lips to do evil or to do good, whatsoever it be that a man shall pronounce with an oath, and it be hid from him, when he knoweth of it, then he shall be guilty in, in one of these. and it shall be when he shall be guilty in one of these things that he shall confess that he has sinned in that thing and he shall bring his trespass offering unto the Lord for his sin which he has sinned a female from the flock a lamb or a kid of the goats for a sin offering and the priest shall make an atonement for him concerning his sin and if he be not able to bring a lamb then he shall bring for his trespass which he has committed two turtle doves or two young pigeons unto the Lord one for a sin offering and the other for a burn offering and he shall bring them unto the priest who shall offer that which is for that which is for the sin offering first and wring off his head from his neck but shall not divide it asunder verse 9 and he shall bring of the blood of the sin offering upon the side of the altar and the rest of the blood shall be wrung out at the bottom of the altar. It is a sin offering. Mm. You see, under the Old Testament, it's not the same as it is for us today as we we're, are as we're soon want to see. That's right. Because under the Old Testament, the Lord has just set up until the perfect offering, the perfect sacrifice offering of the Lord Jesus Christ, they're not saved the same. Amen. They're under a system until the Lord comes, you know, and that's the law. The Lord set up the law as a system here with them offering, you know, a lamb, turtle doves, you know, two young pigeons, you know. There's offerings that the Lord has set up for them, the blood of those offerings set up for them to atone for their sins, you know. They're not offering up Jesus Christ. They're not shedding Christ's blood. They're shedding an animal's blood right here, and it's that animal's blood yes. that's being offered up for their sins. But if you come over here to go with the with the church, amen? It's different with us today with the church. Because we're going to look over in the book of Colossians, Chapter 2, verses 13 through 15. Amen. Flip over there with me to the book of Colossians. Colossians chapter 2, verses 13 to 15. And this is going right in order, was, when, was what, where we started with Israel. Because you remember in the book of Matthew when he told him, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men, but to blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven men. Hmm well under the law you know they had that old testament sacrifice and they had offered that sin of, of they had offered up that blood for their sins of the innocent animal and that was their blood atonement you know that lamb you know the turtle dove these pigeons you know that was their blood atonement the priests offered that that for their the priests offered that blood for their sins and under the law you know all manner of blasphemy and sins shall be forgiven except the blasphemy of the holy ghost if you look under the book of Leviticus, which we'll go back to, you know, under the law, you know when the Lord set up the law, you know, when there was there's blasphemies, you know, you know, people sleeping with their stepmom, their cousins, their aunts, uncles, you know, down that list, you know, of all the incest, and then there's the bestiality. It said and the Lord said that the soul that committh any of these abominations, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Mm-hmm. You know, you died right there without even getting to offer up a sacrifice. But notice right here, right here, chapter 2, verses 13, down to 15. It says right here, And you, being dead in your sins, and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, notice this right here, having forgiven you, is it like? Was it like it was under the law? All manner of blasphemy and sin shall be forgiven, except the blasphemy of the Holy Ghost. You know, or if they commit certain sins, they, there was no chance for forgiveness. They just they were cut off, and they were their souls died. You know they were killed right there. Right here under the New Testament, it says, "Having forgiven you all trespasses," you know that's all sins. Amen. There's not a sin that you can commit today that's going to that you're not going to have any forgiveness for, because we're forgiven all trespasses. That's right. And I know right away there's going to be Pentecostals, because I've, I've, I've been approached personally in the past by Pentecostals. You bad to say that you can just sin and live any way you want, and then, you know, you're it's fine because you're saved. No. We're forgiven of all our trespasses and sins. No, we're Amen. not supposed to sin. But if we do sin... We have forgiveness. We're forgiven of all our sins. We confess it for fellowship. We don't confess yes. our sins to be saved. Amen. Whenever we sin, First John 1, 9, if we confess our sins today, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yes.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: And that's and now dealing, now in that chapter, that's dealing with fellowship. That's Christian doctrine. Amen. Yes. Amen, brother. Verse fourteen, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which is contrary a, which is contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. So according to the New Testament. We notice right here, because under the Old Testament, you know, it was the priest offering the blood. You know, it was priest offering up that animal, you know, that lamb, or whatever innocent animal it may have been that the Lord told him to offer. Or in this case, what it says, I drew it out, we'll say it was that lamb that that they offered up for their blood, the the blood of that animal that, that was offered up for their sins. And that's how it was under the Old Testament. But then you come over to the New Testament... And we see something right here. We see that Christ offered himself. Amen. Jesus Christ amen. offered himself as a sacrifice for our sins. He's the propitiation for our sins. Yes. According to Romans 3, verses 25. Now today it's Christ shed blood. Jesus Christ shed his blood. Romans 3:25 and whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood, not the animal's blood, not that blood of that innocent animal, through faith in His blood, Jesus Christ's blood. It's by Him and His shed blood on the cross for our sins. That's our blood atonement today. That's where our forgiveness lies today. We don't go to an Old Testament priest, amen. Right. You know, whenever Jesus Christ shed His blood, that physical office of the priest—that's over with. There is no more physical priest because today, and we'll be—we referencing referencing to it shortly. We have a heavenly priest. That's right. The Lord Jesus Christ—he's our priest, not the Old Testament priest. That's why. That's why Catholicism—that's one of their lies. They continue Come on, on and they believe they're the priests today. You come to them; they forgive you. They believe their God manifest in the flesh. Hypocrisy, amen. That's lies. Come on, brother, preach. We don't go. We don't have no testament prophecy today. We don't go to that old testament sacrifices. We don't go to a man, you know, a priest, and go to him and, "Will you forgive me of my sins?" And then he takes that animal, the animal's blood, and he offers it up to God. Not today. That's not how it works anymore. Amen.
0: Preach brother.
1: Because if you notice it was It was Christ's blood, amen. It was the blood of Christ. So look back in Hebrews Hebrews chapter eleven. Was was it eleven? Hebrews chapter 9, verses 11 and 12. Because you know it's Christ's blood today, amen? Amen, brother, amen. Hebrews 9, 11 and 12. look right here <laughs> already starting off but Christ because today it's all about Christ amen verse 11 but Christ being coming high priest he's our priest amen yes the Christ being coming high priest of good things to come by a greater and look at this closely amen by a greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands that is to say not of this building it's not it's not that physical building anymore. You know. These are the buildings in the old testament. That was the physical, that was to represent yes. the things of the heavenly. Yes, that represented the that, that represented the tabernacle of the Holy Spirit. That represented what was in heaven. But it wasn't heaven. It was a physical house it's a physical tabernacle. It went to a physical tabernacle. Notice verse 12 continuing. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered into the holy place. It was by his blood, amen. Amen. Having obtained eternal redemption for us. Eternal redemption. Under the Old Testament, almost all things are by the law purged with blood. Almost all things are by the law purged with blood. Christ, having obtained eternal redemption for us, for me, if you're saved for you, he retained it, he obtained that eternal redemption for you. You come to Jesus Christ by faith, Amen. Right, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Why? Because Christ died for your sins. It's by His blood, Amen.
0: Amen. According
1: to the gospel. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 3 and 4. How that Christ died for our sins. He died for our sins, sinner. He died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. Amen. Christ offered Himself for our sins. Amen. Notice notice right here in the same chapter, verses 9. Verses 24 down to verse 26. For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands. He's not made, not in that physical no more. <laughs> which are the figures of the true. It was a type of that that which is true. A type of it. But again, back to the independent Baptist. It was a type. It was a type of it. Like an as, it's like that, but it's not that. Come on, it was bro. a figure. A figure is not the same thing as the literal. That's right, brother. They're 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 too too complete the contrary. Like an as, figurative, spiritual, literal, whatever. It's not the same, Amen. But into heaven itself, can in verse twenty-four for Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands which are the figures of the true but into heaven itself now to appear in the presence of God for us he left the leap from being the physical to open the heaven where it is where the top down here was was the showing of that which is up there Jesus Christ had his blood and he went up air offered his sins without spot to God he purged our conscience from dead works to serve the living God verse 25 nor yet that he should offer himself often as the high priest entereth into the holy places every year with blood of others for then must he must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world but now once, once in the end of the world hath he appeared to, the, to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself.
0: Amen brother.
1: those two offices you had the, the the earthly priest that's the physical office that was of the tip right here of the top of the figurative you know that figure office the Old Testament priest he went into he went into that tabernacle he went in there once every year but there was a remembrance of those sins you know, until the perfect sacrifice, until the perfect sacrifice came, there was still a remembrance for sin. Because he went in there once a he went in there alone once every year, and he offered up the blood yeah, that's right. for his sins, for the sins of the people. You know, as I said back in Leviticus, for the sins of the congregation, you know, for the for the people. You know, the priest offered it. And you come over to the to our heavenly priest. The Lord Jesus Christ, you know, God manifest in the flesh, no, he took our sins on himself, you know, he bore our sins on the cross of Calvary. That's right. But whereas in the old testament, under under that first priesthood, under that first you know that first office he offered he offered it up once long, once every year you know there was sins once a year offerings you know and there was sins that they had to if i believe, if i remember correctly i believe it was monthly or something like that i believe it was if i if i remember correctly but there was a continual offering of sins you know continual offering up of that, of that blood atonement you know offering that animal over and over and over and over there was a constant remembering of sin that's where it changed with the Lord Jesus Christ but now because that was then but now you know once in the end of uh, once in the end of the world hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself you know, on the cross for our sins he did away with that earthly priesthood office Yes. That's no more. That's right. So already, you know, we're hearing our first point. We're already seeing there's an old office and there's there's the new office. That new office is, is what it is now. But, you know, you know, the Christianity, a lot of the independent Baptists, you know, they're off in apostasy right now. You know, they've fallen away. You know, they're preaching error because they see the spiritual. You know, they see that figurative. No, they can't discern yeah. like it as. That's right. You no, know, they're still trying to take the old, that old office, and they're, and they're trying to bring that spiritual and put it into the physical. And they're saying it's the same. It's the same. They've been saved the same all the way. No. Uh-huh. You already seen the office of the, of that office of the priest. He had already. You know, once a year, he had to keep offering it. It was over and over and over and over. But then he converted to Jesus Christ, but once. One, he offered himself once. Amen. And it's by a perfect blood. The that's animal's right. blood can't even touch this. That's right. With the animal's blood, there was a constant remembrance. But his blood, once. He offered it once. And that's all it took. Because it was. it. It went from that animal's blood to now it took God's blood. God's sinless, holy blood for our sins. Mm. And now, today, we have eternal redemption. Praise God. It's eternal, amen. 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 Okay. Let's continue on right here. Amen. with me number two number two under the old testament with Israel no they had to keep the law amen in other words under the law they had to do and live amen So if you look in Leviticus, back we're going to go right back to Leviticus in chapter eighteen, verses four through five. Amen. Look back there with me. Okay, Leviticus. Chapter 18, and then verses 4 and 5. Notice right here, this is still under the Old Testament. It says, Ye shall do my judgments and keep mine ordinances to walk therein. I am the Lord your God. Ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments, which if a man do, he shall live do and live amen he, Amen. which if a man do he shall live in them I am the Lord you know under the Old Testament they had to keep the law you know they had to keep everything that the Lord told them that they had to keep in order that they ha- they had to do it in order that, that they may live you know today we don't have to keep the law. You know, the law is not what saves us. That's right. You know, we don't keep the law. And as we've seen from point one, we don't offer up any blood atonement because Jesus Christ is our blood atonement. Read Romans chapter 3, verse 25. Read, read the whole entire chapter. Amen. He is our blood atonement. You know, He's our perfect That's right. sacrifice.
0: That's right, brother.
1: You no, know, they had to keep the law. Because God told them that they had to keep it, in order that, that they may do it and do and live, Amen. But if you notice, for us, for us, <laughs> it is finished, Amen. Praise it God! It is finished. Romans chapter 10, verse 4, and after verse 4, we're going to go over in the chapter 3 of Romans. We're going to look at 24 through 26, Amen. Romans chapter 10. Notice verse 4. Amen. Romans chapter 10, verse 4. For Christ, for Christ, amen. For Christ is the end of the law. He's the end of the law. For righteousness to everyone that believeth. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. chapter 3 24 through 26 it says being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus whom God has set forth to be a propitiation no he's the substitute no other sacrifice is going to do today he's our substitute he's the one that's atoning for our sins is set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say at this time, his righteousness. Under the old testament, it was their righteousness. You no, know, it, it shall be our righteousness if we observe and do. That's the old testament. But under the new testament, you know, Christ being him being the testator, him being the propitiation to declare. I say at this time, his righteousness that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Amen. But if we, let's go ahead and continue on, because so I love I love this chapter. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? The Old Testament? Nay, but by the law of faith. Amen. Amen. Therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law, amen. Is he the God of the Jews only? Is he is he is he not also of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also, seeing it is one God which shall justify the circumcision by faith and uncircumcision through faith. Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid, yea, we establish the law. Amen. So under the law, you know, they had they had works, you know, they had to keep the law, they had to do and live. It should be our righteousness if we observe and do. But something yep. I like, about how it is today, you know, with it being finished. Amen. I love it. We have peace. Amen. Let's be over in the book of Hebrews, chapter 9, verses 6 through 9. Amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 9, verses 6 through 9. Notice right here. Now, when these things were thus ordained, the priests went always into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the service of God, but into the second went the high priest alone once every year not without blood which he offered for himself and for the errors of his people of the people the holy ghost this signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest so clearly it couldn't have been the same because it was it was not yet made manifest if it's not made manifest then clearly it's not the same from then over to how it is today there's right. a difference that's why it's not yet made manifest amen while as the first tabernacle was yet standing, which was a figure for the, for the time then present, in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him that did the service perfect, as pertaining to the conscience. Yep. They didn't have peace. That's right. You know, there was no peace. Right on. Today, we have peace, Amen. You no, know, during the Old Testament, you know, it wasn't Christ's blood. You know, the priest went into the physical tabernacle because, again, the way into the holies of all wasn't yet made manifest. How could it be the same? You know, from then to, ne- to now, you know, because it wasn't made manifest. Right. How is something that's not here the same as something in the past? You know, how can you take the two, mm-hmm. you know, a physical and spiritual, and say, oh, the spiritual is the same as the physical? Right. No, that's why it's like an as. It's not that, but it's like that. It's a type of that. It's like this shirt that I'm wearing. You know, I, I got the shirt for working, you know, and... Because I'm always trying to, you know, show the Lord wherever I go. You know, I have this shirt right here, but I make a copy of this shirt and I give you the shirt. You don't have my shirt. You have a shirt that's like my shirt. It's not mine, but it's like mine. Right. It's the same like that. The you Old know, Testament tabernacle. It's you know, it wasn't it wasn't that one, but it's like that one. yo know, it was not yet made manifest. You know, they're different, amen. Amen. Let's continue on. Those verses eleven and twelve. But Christ, being come high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by His own blood, He entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us it took one blood once and that's what offered up the sacrifice for our sins verse 13 continue on it says for if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctified to the purifying of the flesh how much more how much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spots of God purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. And this is and this right here, this is what separates that old testament sacrifice, mm-hmm. you know, that old testament office, you know, that old testament priesthood from today, you know, with the offering of Jesus Christ, you know, the, the old testament priest, the Jesus Christ, our high priest. Here's the difference. Verse fifteen verse seventeen. And for this cause he is the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. For where a testament is, there must also of necessity be the death of a testator. For a testament is a force after men are dead. Otherwise it is of no strength at all while the testator liveth. Jesus Christ offering his blood, you know. He's the mediator. You know, it changed from his blood. His blood changed it from the Old Testament over to the New Testament. He did right. away from the Old Testament priestlyhood to so now, he's the high priest. You now he's our heavenly priest. That's right. Spiritually, we're kings and priests with him. You know, he's that difference. You know, he's that mediator. It's right. we don't go to that Old Testament priest anymore. That's right. We brother. don't go use that blood of an animal. You know, we don't go there and sin and then. Oh, man, I sin. And then I, and I slit the throat of a lamb. I, I take it to the priest. I, priest. I sin. Here's this lamb. Will you offer this lamb up to the Lord for my sins? No. Today, we go right into the holiest of all. We can go to God right. because of our faith that we put in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we trusted in that New Testament mediator right here. We trusted in that, Him and Him alone. Today, we we can go before Him. That's right. You know, we we bow down on our knees, you know. We we can confess our sins straight to Him, you know. Lord, I've done this sin and I'm sorry, Lord. Lord, I'm sorry. Cleanse me, you know. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness, you know. Lord, help me and strengthen me. Lead me and help me and use me for your honor and your glory. Come on, brother. No, we don't go to that physical priest anymore. Amen. Because He can't do nothing for you, He can't do nothing for me. Christ. He's the one that I go to, for there is one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. And he's the one that offers, you know, he's, we offered up to him, and he's the one that we go to. Preach, bro, and that's bro, how it man? is. Yes. You know, That's your opinion. No, that's what the scripture says. Amen. Over the book of Timothy, for there is one mediator and God, when there's one, one mediator between, between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Amen. No, we go to Him today. Amen. Amen. And that's all I. That's all I have for this. I have another point, but I pretty much covered you know that next point in with this one, not realizing it, but that's okay. But that's all I have with this message this evening. And I pray that you know what's been shown here, what's been brought forth, be used. You know, to bring the Lord, bring Him honor and glory. Amen. 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 Because, you know, within myself, you know, I'm just a man. You know, I'm just, a, my flesh is wicked. You know, I'm just, a, inside this flesh, I'm just a sinful man. But I'm forgiven. The difference, I'm forgiven. I'm, you know, I'm cleansed. I'm just forgiven. And I'm saved by the by the blood of the Lord Jesus. Yeah. That's the difference. Amen. But within me, again, I'm nothing. But Jesus Christ, He's everything. So whatever good comes from this message, I pray that it, you know that's used to uplift Him and bring Him honor and glory because it's all about Him. You know, this ministry it's not it's not about me. It's not about none of the other brothers in Christ. This ministry is not about us. The Lord uses us in this ministry to bring Him honor and glory, and that's you know that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be studying the Word faithfully. Yes. Inside the Word of Truth here, studying it rightly divided, and be bringing the Word honor and glory. Because you know it's not about us. You know it's not about ourselves where we boast inside this this Word of Truth. Because it's God's Word. It's not our word. It's His word. That's right, brother. Let us pray that the brethren will learn learn something from this. You know, or get some get a help from this. That's a blessing and. I pray if there's any brethren out there that don't know yet how to rightly divide, I pray that this will help you, because it will. Because like I said, you know, Christianity today they're they're in apostasy, but that doesn't mean that we as Bible believers we have to just follow in with the apostasy. No, Second like Timothy two fifteen, we're to study to show thyself a prudent God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We don't have to go way of the apostasy, amen. That's right. So let's just be faithful, you know, studying, preaching, and teaching the word of truth, and let, let's bring the Lord honor and glory, amen.
0: Amen, brother Landon. Thank you so very much uh, for this message, uh, for this teaching on on blood atonement and uh, comparing it, you know, Israel uh, to the church. Um, I I just I just want to say that that. Um, You know, in the Old Testament, you know, before the death of Christ, the testator on the cross, all right, uh, even in uh, Jesus' earthly ministry, you know, they were still doing animal sacrifices, all right, still shedding uh, the blood of animals, all right, uh, but after the death of Christ. We no longer have to do that. As Brother Landon said. Christ shed every precious drop. Of his blood. For you, me, and for the whole world. Now, I will show you something here. Uh, look at First Peter. Uh, chapter 1. And let's read verses 18 and 19. For as much as. As ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation. Conversation is not you speaking there, that is your lifestyle received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish. And without spot. Praise God for the shed blood of Jesus Christ. No longer do we need to shed the blood of animals. Now, Brother Landon mentioned also right, that, you know, we are forgiven. You know, all our sins are forgiven You know, if we're saved. All of our sins are forgiven, past, present, and future. All right? And... You know a lot will say well we baptists you know we you know we're teaching that it is okay you know to to sin it's okay to live how we want to you know because we're forgiven and we're saved and and all of that but that is not the case whatsoever All right look at Romans chapter 6 Romans chapter 6, and so in verse 1, what shall we say then, shall we continue in sin, that grace may abound, and then what does the apostle Paul say, in verse 2, God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin, live any longer therein, and verse 3, Know ye not, that so many of us, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. If we commit a sin, we are to judge that sin as sin, confess it to God, as per 1 John 1, 9, and... God will put us right back into proper fellowship. Because sin does not hurt our salvation whatsoever, but it hurts our fellowship. Amen. Alright, we'll go ahead and uh, stop right there. Uh, thank you so very much uh, for being uh, with us today. Thank you for your prayers for us, our families, our ministries. Until next time, God bless you.